This is Shi'ar Jashub, a Bible study program coming from Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and in today's program, we will be continuing a sermon by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, from his series on Heavenly Authority. The focus of the current sermon is on the New Testament office of helps, and we will go back a minute in the message in order to review the context. Here is Pastor Greg. But there is this office in the New Testament of those that are supernaturally blessed. And you hear it sometimes you'll hear on um, you know, on TV, on the radio, reports of those who they they have businesses or situations where they give to the Lord, and many times they're in a position where they have very little to give, and they do it, and God blesses them, and their business prospers, and they become like this engine. As, as quick as they're giving to the ministries of God, or the people of God, or those in need, God just keeps blessing them abundantly, and they just seem to grow and grow and grow. That's an actual office. It's a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit, an office that's needed and should be prayed for in the church. You need all these different offices to work together. It's a totally different way of looking at church hierarchy than what we've grown up with in the past. When you think of the church, even in evangelical churches, you need all these different offices working together for the church to go forward. Every believer is called to give, but some are just supernaturally blessed. And an example of this office in the New Testament, someone blessed in this position would be Barnabas. If you look in Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 4 and verse 32, it says, uh, Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Nor was there anyone among them who lacked, for all who were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet, and they distributed to each as anyone had need. And Joses, who was also named Barnabas, Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. And you can see then Ananias and Sapphira comes up and the jealousy over this. They want, they want prominence also, and that leads to that whole section. But Barnabas is not doing it for a show. He has this land. He sells it. He brings it to the apostles. This is going to help the word of God go forward. This is going to help the poor in the church. Um, we don't think of him as Josie's, right, or Joseph. We think of him as Barnabas, right? And they call him Barnabas because it means son of encouragement. And that word there, encouragement, in verse 36 is paraklesis, paraklesis. We get paraclete from it, paraklesis. And again, we've talked about it several times. It means a calling to one side, a calling to one side. It's someone that comes to your side uh, who exhorts. It can mean an exhortation, you know, to strongly urge, 
are to give consolation, to comfort. That's why it's translated comforter. To help, to encourage. Encouragement is connected to that word. To implore. So you're imploring the person, you're urging the person, you're comforting, you're consoling, and you're encouraging that person. That's all contained in that word, paraklesis, a calling to one side. If you go back to Romans chapter 12, and you look at uh, verse 8, before it says, he who gives with liberality, we read that earlier, it says, he who exhorts in exhortation, or uh, the NIV will say, if it is encouraging, let him encourage. Same word. One translates it exhorts, one translates it encourage. Well, because that word has a lot of depth to it, it's paraklesis. So here you have a gift of encouraging, and there's a connection between help and encouragement. Not all help is financial. Not all help is money. Barnabas helps. He's got, the Lord has blessed him. He's able to take it and give it to help the church. But that's not just money. It's the nature of Barnabas's heart. This is a gift God has given him. He wants to help. He wants to encourage. He wants to encourage the apostles. He wants to encourage the saints. And so it expresses itself here financially that he gives them money. But he does, it's not just limited to money. He encourages. It's his nature to encourage. God has blessed him. And if that's his office, then encourage. And you can see throughout Barnabas's life how he has this office of helps, of helping. Remember, later on, that's his initial calling, like Timothy's initial calling as an evangelist. We could assume Paul's initial calling is as a teacher, right? But Barnabas' initial calling is really in this area of helps. He does teach with Paul, and then he becomes what? An apostle, right? We, he's considered an apostle, Acts chapter 13, 2, Acts chapter 14, 4. So it's an important gift. It's an important office. If you look at Acts chapter 11, if you look at Acts chapter 11, verse 19, now those who were scattered after the persecution uh, that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, Antioch, preaching the word to no one but the Jews only. Remember that persecution that arose over Stephen. Uh, Saul becomes involved in that, right? Now we've had the conversion of Saul in chapter 9, but here we're speaking about the results of that persecution prior. And the believers are spread out. It travels as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and the porn city, really like the first Christian city where you have both Gentile and Jew. You have Jerusalem, which is a Jewish church, and then you have Antioch. And Antioch is the place that sends out the missionaries. In Antioch, you have Jews and Gentiles together considering themselves as Christians. Preaching the word to no one but the Jews only, but some of them were men from Cyprus and Cyrene, who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists, the Hellenists as well, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. And the news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out who? 
Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. And when he had came, he had seen the grace of God. He was glad. And what did he do? Verse 23. He encouraged them all with purpose of heart that they should continue with the Lord. Not just financial. His nature is to help them, to do that which is necessary to encourage them, to lift them up, be it information, information on the Lord, the gospel, wisdom, wisdom from the Holy Spirit. He encourages. Verse 24, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. He encouraged them. And then what does he do? Then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. Now Saul's in Tarsus. You know Saul's probably preaching to the local people, but Saul is a little in hiding at this point. He goes, he knows this one can be used of God. And he goes and he found him, he brings him, he brought him to Antioch, and so it was that for a whole year they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. He goes, he gets Paul, right? And he encourages Paul to come, come. There's this movement of God in Antioch. There's a movement of the Holy Spirit. We need you, Paul. Look, you have background as a rabbi. God has his hand upon you. Come with me, Paul. And he encourages him. It's not just a matter of finances. We think of help as just money. But it's not. There needs to be people that help. He took time, right? He did something. He got out of Antioch. He travels. He puts himself out to get this man and bring him back. And really, everything that results after that in the ministry of Paul, which touches millions, billions, when you consider over the generations of lives for Christ, starts with the encouragement, the help, the words of Barnabas, the actions, words and deeds of help, encouragement by Barnabas. And you can imagine as he's going there to toss us to get Paul, and the heavenly realms, the demons must have been shaken because they know what can happen when he gets there and he does what he's supposed to do. Everyone doing what they're supposed to do. There might not have been the ministry of the Apostle Paul if there was not the ministry of Barnabas, the son of encouragement. Help, wisdom, encouragement, prayer, energy, different ways of helping. You know, there's a saying in business, a saying in business that when I have my MBA course, we talk about all the time. Time is money. Sometimes, many times, we don't have money to give, but many times we do have time. Well, time is money. How do you know that? If you want something done in your house or work done in your car or anything, and you've got to hire someone to give their time, what do they want? They want money, right? So when you give your time, time is as good as money. There's different ways of helping. He gives his time, he departs to see, to us as he did something. And there's helping the individual believers, there's helping who are in need, there's helping the church, there's helping the servants of God. There's information, right? Taking time to share information that's needed. He taught along with Paul, right? And a great many people heard. The church, the church needs all believers to help. And certainly we should pray that God raises up those with this gift and this office 
of help. We are so thankful that we have been able to bring you these Bible study programs on WFIF since 1997. Since COVID, however, we, like many churches, have experienced a tightening of finances. So we would like to bring our church's needs before you this morning. If you have been blessed by our programs over the years, could you prayerfully consider donating $5 each month to keep these important teachings on the station? I know these are economically difficult times for many, but $5 each month from dedicated believers can make all the difference to the ministry of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle and allow us to continue broadcasting these in-depth Bible studies. We believe solid scriptural teaching going out over the airwaves is so critical for Connecticut's spiritual future. You can make your donation right on our church website at shiarjashub.org. Just use the regular donation option, which will bring you to a secure PayPal page. That web address is s-h-e-a-r hyphen j-a-s-h-u-b dot o-r-g. Or you could send a check made out to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle and mail it to P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. That's P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. May our Lord Jesus richly bless you as you serve Him. <laughs>